such a tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to the Platinum Explosion of One PlayStation Podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Dumb Blight. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be back so we can finally talk about Croc Legend of the Gobos getting a HD version. Uh, now, just hold the fuck on with this shit, right? Yeah. You make your little joke, you do your little bit about the thing. Old mate, all he did was tweet about it. I I really think if that's a thing, it's like four or five years away. Yep. Probably is. Cool. Awesome. Have, do I care about Croc Legend of the Gobos? No. no. But I know a target audience. And they would have eaten it up. I know I care. But I'm also like, I also saw this and went, cool, that may get cancelled. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't get too excited about that. Um, in the trophy cabinet this week, Platinum Trophy, we were talking about Final Fantasy 16 finally. I mean, I got that's that's the main topic of the session. Mm. I actually got a few things to talk about this week between also um, talking about Crash and a couple of new stories. But... Um, yeah, we took last week off solely because obviously we put uh, a tweet out in case you missed it and we were like, hey, I don't use Twitter. And you were like, where the fuck was last week's Platinum Explosion? Decided just to skip it between all the extra arcade couch episodes, all the c- press conferences and showcases and whatever else. Didn't have time to play the Final Fantasy 16 demo. And really, that was all PlayStation had going on last week. Mm-hmm. Everything else was non-PlayStation or, you know. Anyway, all right, let's get into Not Final Fantasy 16. PlayStation. Not obviously. I'm, I mean, obviously, a lot of those games are coming to PlayStation as well, but we're discussing them on the Arcade Couch episodes. And, like, yeah, PlayStation didn't, yeah. Anyway. PlayStation uh, didn't put in the, pull an Xbox and, like, go, hey, all these games are coming to PlayStation. No, they didn't. Because they're classy. If that's what you want to believe. <laughs> Take the high road. Yeah, you would. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 demo is out. Uh, I assume we've both played it, right? Yes. Okay, good. It would be really awkward if you had. Right, admit, Fantasy... I didn't complete it. Really? Yes. I'll get into how it. Far... We'll... well, here's my problem. I he, he, I was going to ask how you want to talk about it because I was nearly going to be like, spoilers. <clears throat> I got up to the Econ fight, the big, the long one. At the end? Yeah. Died, and then went back to before you had to fight the Dragoon Knight. I'm like, nah. Okay, so you were, you were like two minutes away from finishing it. Okay, then yes. <laughs> the demo. The I, demo I'm pretty ends. sure it was like right before the end, but yeah. Yeah, the de- I mean, I mean, there's a little bit of a you know another couple minutes of cutscenes after that sequence, but like I'm you, sure you something basically is revealed finished. after that. But yeah. you basically like, finished it. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell I you. I can wait till I get the game. <laughs> here's here's what. I, Fuck it, we're doing it. All right, so skip. Look in the time codes if you want to skip ahead. But like, I'm doing it this way. I just feel like I we well, hold on. I'll get my main thoughts. Let's talk about the combat, and then let's talk about the mm-hmm. story and world. And when we're doing story and world on the demo, I'm going full spoilers for the the, the de- what's shown the, yep. the demo for this. I just think let's just get that out of the way. If you're choosing not to play the demo, I want to go. Uh, want to go in. Um, you know, no Blind. spoilers prior to the to the to the game go for gold like skip ahead look in the show notes you can get the time code um we'll do that in a minute but first uh there's not that much combat in the demo so i'll just get thoughts out on that quickly i think it's perfectly fine (laughs) um it is very basic and i think that's why and obviously it's it's the problem is that the demo is literally hey here's like the first two hours of the game 
um, and you've got no real abilities and whatever else. It's just mm-hmm. the, like literally the setup. And that's why once you beat the demo, they actually give you a, another thing that skips you ahead to what I presume is like midpoint of the game where you've got a bunch more powers. And that showcases the, you know, like when you're playing the, the game and you press R2 and you have one power, it's like, yes. okay, so now you've got three and there's more enemies. And, you know, it's like it's a bit more action focused. You can switch it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 So... Um, but I mean, what do you think of the the very basic combat we got? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely feels like start of the game combat. <laughs> you know, this isn't a game that goes, "Hey, we're going to give you all the powers and then we're going to re- take them all away from you and you have to build your way back up." Um, but yeah, it seems very simplified. Um, you know, it's there's one attack button, one magic button, uh, one dodge. That's about it. That's all. Dodge and. Um charge i what, guess charge at people yeah but even that might be something you can swap out later i don't know yeah yeah because there's definitely a skill tree there's a bunch of mm. abilities that were what was in the demo was very very small i don't know if it expands out from that i hope it would this is like a, tr- a circle of like i don't know 16 basic very basic things and then there was like four actual abilities and like three of them were locked hmm. so um yeah hopefully there's a little bit more variety uh well, or- there, yeah there's there's definitely gonna be a lot i i think the problem is this it's just the game is not only is this a, a quote-unquote demo yeah. it's basically the prologue to the game yeah it's just the first the opening of the game literally yeah and it's mostly story focused yeah. and mm-hmm. i've seen some complaints about that like it's mostly cutscenes. I don't really have a problem because I mean, that's how much. If you say, <laughs> if you say, well, I mean, if you're like, I love Final Fantasy games, like I'm sure even back in the day when you loved them as JRPGs, still the reason I loved playing Final Fantasy games as a kid was the story. Like the story yeah. was more important to me than the gameplay. I know that usually gameplay is king, but when it came to Final Fantasy, it was the characters, it was the story, it was the yeah. world, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I think I actually think just choosing to put out the first couple of hours and doing the whole like your demo progress carries across. I, I like that for this. I think it's a fine. I think it, it actually works well considering it is so story heavy. It's like you get your first it's like and like any of these like HBO or subscription service shows like putting out their first episode for on, free. Like on YouTube or something. Yeah. And like you get get that first taste for free. Mm. Uh, but this is like oh we'll just give you this massive story chunk you can from this you can tell as because then when you actually install the game you'll be able to jump right into more combat stuff mm. you assume oh yeah i i'm very much assuming the game obviously has larger areas of combat and then it has more sections like this where you maybe you are yeah. doing a few hours of heavy story stuff but it's going to be ebbs and flows, I assume. Mm, All right, yeah. so let's go. I'm going to spoil this now because I just want to talk about the world and the story and stuff like that. So look at the time codes again if you want to skip ahead. But otherwise, yep. we're, we're only talking about what's in the demo. I will talk about after this, the fact the game's leaked <laughs> and all that. But of course, I none of well, us... you just said looked, it, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of us have talk, looked at that shit, though. So, like... Um, no. Uh, the world is dense as fuck. <laughs> like, it is so... And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm all about it. Like, I, I'm playing mm. this game. This is like watching the first couple. And obviously, the, they have said as much. They are inspired by Game of Thrones for this game. 
Um, and you, yeah. you can you can see it. <laughs> you can very much see it. You're playing as Jon Snow, basically. <laughs> like it's, you are the bastard of the family. The Ned's, you're yeah, the bastard kind of, of the yeah, Starks. I had to put that together, <laughs> but that, that actually does track. Yeah, you got a wolf. You got you're the outcast of the family. You're, you're the fucking, eldest, but you're not allowed to be the, <laughs> like yeah. the next in line. And yet. I'm gonna tell you something else that you didn't get. Uh, did you say this? No, you would have seen this past. Your fucking dad gets his head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking it's John Stone, baby. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you when you start the game, it's like, hey, here, this character, they're on a campfire and the thing, and then they're like, we're gonna go fight some fucking, we're gonna go kill Shiva and shit. You're like, that's why. And then they're like, here's these two families having a giant war. And then they cut across these other characters. They're having to fucking sit down, and they're like, hey, this is that family and this family, and they're having a fucking thing. And then they're like, talk about war. And then let's skip ahead back in time. I'm like, man, there's a lot going on in this game. <laughs> yeah, and then there's two characters having sex in the hallway. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no incest yeah. so far though. So no. you know, you got so you, got you know all the people with their boy band from Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, hard turn, very hard turn. So yeah, I mean, what what what? How are you feeling about it? Are you finding? Did you find that first couple of hours too too much, or are you just like you know you're along for the ride? I'm along for the ride. I feel like it definitely was a lot, especially that the I know the 13 years in the future version. You know, that mm-hmm. we have very little information about when the um, walls like in full like effect, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um. But once you go back, like obviously it slows down a fair bit, and you get like a more solid kind of introduction into the world, I guess. Um. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. It's like it's very different to any Final Fantasy. I don't think any have been this like hard Western, like European, or like straight. Yeah, I'm straight mean, medieval. Yeah, I would say occasional. a couple of the first ones, but because they were so pixel, like pixel you wouldn't be art, able to tell. you wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, but they were more like strict fantasy sort of stuff. Mm. This one's bringing it back to core, and that's the thing that was exciting about this one. It is back to the core of Final Fantasy. Those first few games where it's like, like true, true, like fantasy setting, knights, and you know that sort of yeah. stuff, and then crystals at the heart of it yep. again. And then uh, Aeons, you know, summons and shit at the heart of yep. it as well. Like, it is, like, very back to basics. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean. It is. Now, I love that there is a dedicated button to bring up the law. The press the... The, the press the touchscreen. The middle touchscreen touch button. button, yeah. Because if at any stage you're like, who the fuck are they again? <laughs> yeah. Just the hold that button down. Yeah, just hold that button down. It'll look, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I don't think it's a negative. I've seen, you know, looking on Twitter, I've seen some people complain about it, but I don't feel like it's any different than starting a big fantasy epic, be it a Lord of the Rings, be it a Game of Thrones or whatever. And, it's the same as uh, starting any new game, any new from a new franchise, you know? Well, most. Yes. Well, yes, but any it definitely RPG. is a lot denser. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just the like the world names, like because everything has no basis to anything you've known, and they've or at least even in the first couple of hours they've introduced like I think at least three or four different family um, regions or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've introduced all these family members, connections, plot points to betray people. Like there's a lot in the first couple of hours. And you didn't even get to see. So I'm going to tell you how the demo ends, right? Okay. So this is how the demo is. Just I'm going to spoil the next, the fucking next couple minutes, few minutes. 
you fucking do this how you, uh, this you do this whole fight right which is interesting because the demo starts with that, that fight <laughs> that fight and then it goes into old mate's eye and then like they go back and you assume that's at the same time period but it's not it's actually from the past um so it was like a memory um, mm. is how I guess it's um inspired. Um and it's a memory because what happens is you do this whole fucking fight. Now here's hold on, let me ask you this question. When the kid brother, the fe- the Phoenix, right? So yep. he transforms. Um d- did you did you take it as if it was uh Clive? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I took it too. But I didn't know if I was just like I think I think they're trying to make it up for debate, but I think it's pretty obvious. It's just Clive, and he doesn't realize he's transformed. I think it's the thing because what yeah. happens is that they you do the whole sequence, they come back out up on top to the like outside the actual castle gates, and then Ifrit begins belting the living fuck out of Phoenix, and then you hear Clive being like, "No, stop it, stop hurting my little brother," but like you never see him. And whatever else, mm. like they they purposely do it, like he's watching it. But I'm like, I just don't think. I think it's supposed to be as he doesn't realize it's actually him in the in Ifrit in at that the, point. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, he bites the fucking phoenix's head off and kills his brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then the, it skips ahead to the. So yeah, when they were people talking about, I don't know. I was listening to Arcade Couch where Kieran played the demo too, and he was like, "Man, don't get touched to any characters." Yeah, the, the opening of this game is just like fucking everyone dies. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so then the uh, he does that, and then it skips ahead to the, like the following morning, and then you've got fucking bitch mom who we you didn't like. They made it very evident mm. from the st- start, like she's very a very Caitlin guy. Stark with, in hindsight. Yeah. Well, worse because she's revealed to have been working with the, the bad oh, guy. Oh damn! Yeah, she's she's wandering through with like one of the the knights of the the bad guys, whatever. I can't remember all the the places names. It's mm. fine. I'll get there. Um, but she's like wandering through with them, and then like he's knifing them all, and he comes across and he finds Clive, who's still alive, and they go, "Oh, he must have survived because he like somehow fell under the rubble." And I'm like, "No, he survived because he was fucking here for it, mate." Like, <laughs> that's how he survived. Mm. What was going on there? Anyway, he's knocked out, and then he says like, "Oh, do you want me to kill her?" And then yeah, bitch, bitch, Caitlin Stark was like, "Yeah, kill him. He's a piece of shit." Um, and then right as old mate's about to stab him. He, um, she's like, no, no, wait. As my husband, late husband, always used to say, he would make a really good soldier. So then they like be, they begin to like pick him up, and they're like, and then old mate's like, wake up, boy, you're gonna be a soldier. And then like fucking slaps him across the face, and then it like slides out, and it comes up like Final Fantasy 15, which I don't think is like a demo thing. I think it was literally like because they never show the title in this. I think it, that's why I'd say it is legit the prologue to the game. It's like it just dives you in at a million miles an hour, and then you have yeah. all this insane shit happen all these people all these characters <laughs> die and then they're like hey the game's Final Fantasy uh, 16 sorry not 15 Final Fantasy 16 welcome to the game um, and then after that pops up and says um, you know keep playing after the, the demo when the full game comes out but yeah wild so that's how that ends yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel now that you know that the kid dies as well <laughs> I don't know because I feel like the kid has been pretty prominently advertised so I feel like okay maybe, you reckon he you survives know comes back you know okay regenerates it's a phoenix phoenix, dylan it's a literal phoenix they're known for coming back to life so yeah what what happened to the dog that's the most important part dog definitely lives because we know that the dog grows up and 
That's part of you the don't game. see now, the where, dog. Where the dog dies later in the game, which would be uh, an outrage. Yeah. And that zero out of ten at that stage. But I know the dog will be in later parts of the game. So. Yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, so then you've got... So you've got now this world where I guess the game's going to skip ahead sometime or something after this the, the opening because then he's going to be like basically dragged in and he's uh, more or less Clive's then taken in under the Lannisters. <laughs> you know, like I guess is the... I mean, they, trying to piece it, find accurate analogies is going to be difficult, I think. It's going to be difficult, but for like... Yeah, I, I, people are going to do it. I still feel like for the sake of, and that's a, yeah. not not in a way of like the game's ripping off uh, the story. It's just like analogies for to easily understand what sort of equivalent families and stuff like that they are. Um, but yeah, what what do you think of the the world where? Um, so what it is is obviously these people get the powers of the Eidolons, the summons or whatever, icons, whatever they call them in this version. I can't remember the many different names they give them. Um, the, they get the powers of them. Uh, and as we see in that 13-year ahead time, it seems that, you know, someone else has the power of um, Shiva. And then I assume the big giant was the the brute dude in that room, right? You know what I mean? You know how we, in, in the yeah. 13 years time, we see the two, like the that dude and like he yeah. then suddenly there's a big dude storming across the the battlefield and shit like that. I mean it makes sense. You wouldn't expect him to have Shiva in him, you know. So No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um but then it's like it also then I guess makes more I've even got more questions because then they say at the start where they're at the campfire and they're saying we're here to like kill the core Shiva. No, the something in Arava, like yeah. Is it there's a lot of stuff like red herrings and words and things thrown out. The fact they all have those tattoos now, like they're part of some like particular cult, <laughs> cult or like at least group or something like that. Um, and then other weird things too, where I'm like, there's a, they give you a very long interaction with a random um, dude carrying that apple. I'm like, is this just to, to show that Clive's a good dude or is like, I think so. Gonna... That was, that was okay. mine. But you know, maybe, Again, setting up like supporters amongst the castle or whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, anything else? Do you um, no, obviously, yeah, the world is quite interesting. Um, obviously, the you've got the monsters, the goblins, and the whatever it's called. <laughs> um, so there's this like force of it, there's the white walkers coming from the north as well that they have to deal with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, on top of all this crystal stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm very keen. Uh, yeah. I think it, it interesting. You were playable as Clive, uh, Joshua for a bit there as well. So, um, mm. like potentially you'll be playing multiple people. It won't just be, you play Clive the entire time. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it definitely got me excited and I'm glad I won't have to play through that first two hours again. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I mean, I was already excited, but mm. like, I was already super keen for the game anyway. But yeah, after playing that two hours of night, I was just like, even more so. I was just, I was really, really enjoying the world, and I think having an opening like that, where it's just like, <laughs> where they just like kill everyone, like, it's just such a, a different expectation than I'm used mm. to for not only Final Fantasy, but I guess 
games in general. Um, I was enjoying the, I, I'm enjoying the uh, Clive as a character. Um, I enjoyed most of the characters I met until they all died, but like, <laughs> I, I like, <laughs> I, I like him as a character so far. I like the voice acting. I like the more, um, like keeping it to more that British European, uh, you know, everyone's got yep. those accents and stuff like that. It's actually weird because quite a lot when you play Final Fantasy games, especially I guess the the ones that are set in different worlds and stuff, having the the Japanese uh, voice actors and stuff like that might be a lot of people still consider those more the prominent ones and what have you. But something yeah. like this, it's like surely the English voice acting where you've got the because it's like got the British sort of European settings sort of makes it the more preferred way to play it if you are able to, I guess. Makes me wondering if anyone in Japan would prefer to play it with subtitles and yeah. uh, European. You know what I mean? Like it's a weird, mm. interesting question. Uh, oh, another thing I'll say, and I know this is an equivalent to you because you're fucking 720p TV, but I, oh, what a beautiful game! I'm like, I'm sitting there, pretty. Okay, oh, even on your, there you go. Um, that fucking like sequence where. Uh, uh, you play it like shooting all the fire out as um, Ifrit and you're like falling down and just like all the specs and stuff like that. I was just like really uh, like a lot of detail. Um, I even left it on. It was annoying me a couple times during combat, but I left it on uh, the visual mode instead of performance mode. A couple times when I was like uh, moving around as Clive the first time you get control before you have to go speak to daddy in the frame room, like whipping the camera around at 30 frames per second was sort of annoying me just because of the, the blur and I barely play anything on that anymore. But I, I still, as much as I would prefer, and this is the thing, and I, I think I agree, I think I'd prefer a performance mode that could drop it down to 2K instead of 4K and run it at 40 frames because even that makes a huge difference. Um, but I think for a Final Fantasy game, considering a, a lot of it's going to be just like pretty cutscenes and stuff like that, I'm probably just going to leave it on the visual mode for the for this. Even though, at, as I said, at sometimes it was just like Ugh, a little bit blurry for me there, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, very keen. Obviously, the game's coming out on Thursday. 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 There you go. Crazy to say that. So, a lot happening this. A lot happening this week. Yeah. Um, all right. The other thing I yeah, so uh, how do you feel about the game leaking? Are you scared? You blocked all the words? What are you what are you doing? Nah. Nah. Not scared? No. Okay. Yeah, because uh obviously oh, no. Fantasy... there's gonna be more icons. Crazy. No, I don't want to know. I if, feel like, like some... the story is so in depth that no one is going to be able to like accidentally tweet out a bunch of spoilers. Yes and no. I mean like it's like if someone tweeted out the oh, then, guys, I'd be annoyed. <laughs> like, you'd be like oh, you okay, know. well, I won't grow attached. Yeah. I'd I'd just prefer to yeah. I'd, I'd and it seems like it's so dense, I would be very surprised if someone who just got the game do it. Said, yeah. No. And you have to trust that, you know, people, you know, a lot of the people who actually do have the game are reviewers. Um no, the who, leaks are from... Yeah, I know, but the leaks... The leaks why would those people leak the information, I guess? <laughs> Especially with Square Enix coming out and trying to, like, cover up as much stuff as they want. Unless yeah. you want clout, uh, there's not any real reason to, like, do that the, stuff. The weirdest thing to me is the last big Final Fantasy game that coming out, Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? Yep. Leaked ahead of time. Broken embargo from uh, no broke and then it, it, remember? it broke and then it broke street day because of the leaks. We all thought we're going locked down. <laughs> yep. And yeah, very weird. So having a, having a time. Um, but 
on a couple of things. So I have played a little bit of this morning Crash Rumble. That's what it's called, isn't it? It is. Crash Rumble. So this is the multiplayer-based Crash game that, depending on your opinions on the trailers, either looked really weird or confusing or was going to be bad or, like, why is this a game? Um, I'm not minding it. I, I don't think it's going to have much longevity. I guess in, in in it, um. But I, I, I of the few games I played, I was like, "This is pretty chill. This is pretty fun. Like, I could I could do this. Like, um, the, we got sent another code from Activision, so you can download that. We can play some okay. play some together. Like, it's pretty it's pretty chill. But how it works is, so you you go into a game. They got uh, they give you one character of each class unlocked from the start. So Crash is a scorer. So his role is um. You know, score points, which to do to score points in the map, you go around, you spin boxes or you pick up apples um, and then the, you wump a fruit and then you can go dump them at your goal. Um, so like stand on your little zone and you'll dump the apples in there and that helps you uh, score points. I think it's like the first to 3,000 points or something like that. Um, then you've got another type of class, uh, which is like the blocker. And the first character they give you is... Um, the fucking armadillo dude, whatever his name is. I can't remember his name. Anyway, the dude, the armadillo dude with like the big vacuum gun thing. Um, so he can, he, his goal is to stop, you know, he's playing defense. So he, his ability is to, you know, he's a bit tankier. He, he gets in there. You want to you go disrupt the enemy team from trying to score or defend your scorers from an enemy team trying to disrupt them sort of thing. That's what your goal is there. And then the third class is, uh, I can't remember the official name, but the, the character they give you for that one is Coco first. Um, and their goal is to go around and they have the ability to sort of, um, and, and everyone can do the other of, of roles, but it's just like extra things that help them do it. So obviously Crash is more nimble and whatever can score better. Um, but then Coco, there's these other, there's like uh, crystals, like silver crystals on the map where if you like jump on all four of them and turn them your team's color and then protect them for a little bit, they'll activate and then your team can score double points. Uh, Coco is that certain class for these objectives. She can um, activate them faster. Um, and then there's other things around the map too, where if you collect relics and dump relics into them, um, they can activate special powers. So be that like another way to score extra points or um, activate like big power-ups like um, a spaceship or like a volleyball, turn into a volleyball and you can go around roll into plays and I like, can send them flying off and stuff like that. Um, Coco can like get double points for dumping relics in those for her class. So her job's to go around and sort of focus on those. So there are three character classes. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's like you're sort of going around. It's pretty fun. Like I was absolutely, the last game I played, I was just trolling. Like the other team was pretty terrible to be honest. And I was just like standing on their, their base, uh, just like absolutely <laughs> blocking them any chance of scoring <laughs> no, no, i was like i don't know i was like it was that thing i'm like if all three or four of you decided to come just wait and come kill me together you'd probably be okay but they kept coming one by one and i'm just standing there with like a healing power-up thing just like consistently just standing there fucking killing them every time the go i was like what are you doing anyway um oh yeah that, that's other things so each character can equip when you load into the game and again you only have one unlocked from the um, when you start the game, you unlock more as you like level up and stuff. Uh, get XP after you finish matches and stuff. But uh, every character can get a um, like a, a power, a special ability that will unlock after they like score enough points or whatever to, to to unlock it. Like Crash's first one is you can press triangle to to dump down a um, like a 
piranha plant thing in an area so like attack enemies um and then the lizard dude he can like dump down a healing station coco i can't remember but they've all got um different uh abilities and stuff like that and you can and when you load into the match you can pitch what pick which one of those you want to bring into the match of course when you start the game you're only picking one thing so uh there's a battle pass uh but because the game is paid it's a free battle pass so i hope activision doesn't fucking three months after this game release they're like aha you now have to pay for it like they did weird shit for crash team racing when that when that happened but mm. yeah so this crash rumble is a paid game multiplayer game with a battle pass but the battle pass is free so you don't have to pay for the battle pass after you purchase the game um, but as you level up the battle pass after doing stuff it's like you know costumes and whatever else for characters so hats backpacks it's got a ridiculous amount of i've already unlocked r- like oodles of stuff to customize characters and whatever so you got all these crash characters running around being ridiculous and whatever else uh but i mean if you like crash bandicoot and you're like sort of i guess this fits more in the genre of not super serious you know multiplayer like not super serious competitive games you know like it is technically a competitive game because you're playing against another team 4v4 but like i wouldn't say it's it's not gonna have an esport you know and it's not trying to be an esport it's just meant to be like it's competitive fun I would say so. Uh, yeah, I I think it's but it's like sixty bucks. I I think so. I don't know. It's up to you. You'd have to be like sort of really after something to play, or if you're a Crash fan, I guess that sort of helps. But if you're not, if you're not a Crash fan, I feel like you're probably not going to be interested. Ask. It's a tough ask, but yeah, um, I'm keen to play more. Uh, then the other thing I was going to talk about quickly is I did play the Liza P demo that came out last week as well. That game is just Bloodborne, but not Bloodborne which is everything I needed it to be, <laughs> to, to be completely honest. Um, I really, really liked the the demo. It's got, it's got everything in a Souls-like, Souls-born, I guess, that I would be looking for. Um, the world by itself is super interesting. I mean, the fact that, like, the you like wake up and you're playing as you know Jepepo's puppet and then you're wandering around and just the the steampunk sort of aesthetic of it all and the the puppet monsters and um the puppet guards and stuff like that and the fact that then like in the later part of the demo you go to this hotel but only humans are allowed in the hotel and when you go to the door it asks are you a puppet or a human because all, all puppets in this world apparently cannot lie Apart from you, you're the like Geppetto secret puppet and you can lie so you can choose to say that you're a human and you get let into the hotel. Um, so, you know, that's why it's lies of P, I guess. Like you have the ability Ooh. to lie if you, you want throughout the game. Um, but I mean, otherwise it's pretty straightforward as far as, I guess, souls-like stuff that you would come to expect in these types of games. It is the, you know, you got parries, you got it's it's the slowed down stuff it's not like super fast paced it is more of that like meaningful stuff that you would expect um i never felt like i was surrounded by too many enemies um at ever once but it is like your typical sort of like dodge or parry whatever you want to do um you don't have to be like it's not like security where you sort of uh chucked into a corner and have to learn to parry if you want to just dodge instead of parry i mean if you parry someone you're gonna do a lot more damage with the counter but you can just choose to press circle and dodge around and stuff if you want um being getting an attack and 
yeah, of uh, special moves that are tied to his uh, the yeah, as you progress further in the game, you get different arms. Like one of the the puppet's arms is uh, detachable, and you can change that, and that gives you different power ups and different moves that you can activate in combat and then level up and stuff like that. It did seem like there was obviously it's a demo, so I didn't get to see too much, but there is a massive amount of like skill trees and stuff like that. And it did seem like if you want to, and this is something I definitely appreciate in these Souls like games, it did seem like if you want to and you're struggling, you could simply like if you farm up enough and just like put enough skill points into like you know health or something like that to sort of like help with the difficulty but people i'm sure people will fly through this game without ever leveling up and they'll be like youtube videos and as as there always is i did the first boss fight in the demo it took me like four or five goes i think it was quite fucking it's just like giant fucking thing that comes out of nowhere and yeah i mean all the monster designs are really really cool though. i think that's the i think that's the thing that I like the most about the game. It's not that it's a Souls-like and anything Souls-like I'm instantly interested in. I'm not running around here playing all these remnants and the, what's that other one? Fuck, the ninja one. Well, I don't know. There's, there's, obviously, there's a lot of these types of games. Yeah. I think like the, stet- the aesthetics of this game and the world is just very cool and sort of up my alley, I think. So um, really, really enjoyed that. Um, what the f- there was something else I was going to say too. Oh, you still have the so when you do the boss fights, you can uh, call for help at any point. It doesn't seem like there's a downside to it. There just seems to be like, hey, if you want to choose, and you don't have to do some very convoluted Bloodborne Soul Dark Souls way of like having to go to several locations to get a belt and all these like fucking ridiculous things you have to do. It's very much like there's like something outside boss doors that you can just call in another player and they can help you if you want so um i think that's good too to help the people who may be okay with the core gameplay like normal enemies but then the bosses are the the struggle point which is often the case i feel like people just hit that they hit a door when they get to a certain difficult boss and they're like unable to progress sort of thing um yeah i'm really really keen for this uh it's surprising because i remember when they first announced it i was like fuck that looks cool but there was like (laughs) the thought in the back of my mind where i'm like it's probably going to be shit (laughs) but like Mm. damn that was a cool reveal trailer um and then when they put out that trailer again the other day during um, summer game fest or whatever and they're like a demo's out now like okay time to find out but yeah i mean at least based on that demo which was like an hour i think and i i just I just kept, I kept being like, I should just stop. I don't need to keep playing more. I, I'm liking it like halfway. And I'm like, no, I just want to keep playing. And then, you know, I like I die several times on the boss and be like, no, nah, fuck it. Like, why am I, why do I care? Like, well, just stop. But then I'd reload and be like, right, one more go. One more go. <laughs> I just I want to beat this boss. So um, good fun. All right, let's get to a couple of news stories for this week as well. So firstly... PlayStation Lifestyle writes, an insider who previously leaked Persona 3 and Final Fantasy IX remakes has now claimed that a Final Fantasy X remake is in the works. Reset era user I'm Hero 2, who quickly made a name for themselves in accurate leaks, also dropped the least window tin. I'm a Hero 2, who has since deleted their Reset Era account and scrubbed their posts, hinted that Final Fantasy X remakes launch will coincide with the game's 25th anniversary, which happens in the fall of 2026. The original first game released in Japan in July 2021 for the PS2. It's unclear why Arm Hero 2 chose to close their account, but according to Reset Era moderators, they worked or still do within the games industry. At one point, Arm Hero 2 revealed that they once worked for Sega, where they weren't treated well. Interestingly, Arm Hero 2 was the first one to leak the upcoming Persona projects, which Atlas accidentally confirmed prematurely, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I'm sort of on the line of this person 
has chosen to only ever leak uh, three things and all of them were true. <laughs> so, like, the, <laughs> you know, that's a 100% hit rate. Right? So I think that adds a little bit of credibility to this. Um, the only, I'm totally down for a Final Fantasy X remake, I, someone who actually really likes that game and will fully accept making fun of the laughing scene or whatever. And that's just part, <laughs> of, the game's, part of the game's charm to me, you know, whatever else. Mm. But I'm... I'm like, when you're doing Final Fantasy VII Remake, huge project, they've still got another, they still got the, the second one to come out early next year, and then they're working on the third one. They said it's going to be mm-hmm. three parts. Like, who the fuck's working on this 10 remake game? Whoever did the reunion game? The Final Fantasy VII reunion? The, the prequel one that they released last year? You reckon? Yeah. I reckon they got like at least a couple of teams working on different Final Fantasy remakes. I mean, they're proving. I don't think anything's going to be on the scale of seven, this or Final Fantasy sixteen, but like some sort of update on some of the the titles. You know? Well, I mean, and I, that's I get- probably why they're mentioning ten because it's like one on the lower scale. It's like one people don't want like a full remake of. Yeah. Well, it's also more of a modding game, so you don't have to update as much. Like, it was yeah. already has more modern sensibilities about it than something like 7, I guess. And I mean, yeah. if this is true, fall 2026, it's, it's fucking three years away still. So, But still, three years away in the in a realm where I've still got Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 3, whatever that was called. Um, but that's still wild to me. Because then I'm like, is this coming out? between part two and part three like is that the let's who cares <laughs> and, then they, and then are they doing Final fantasy 10 remake 2 <laughs> like because there's a 10 2 the uh, 10 2 remake i guess it would 10 2 remake getting really fucking confusing at that stage anyway i mean i'm i'm keen but yeah um playstation mobile head the parts not much to talk about here is they're here but i did think it was interesting because i feel like we talked about this and then nothing's happened and i'm like what the fuck did they do anyway games industry business right playstation has lost its head on mobile as mobile game business reported and the nicola nicola sebansky has left the company to pursue new undisclosed opportunity uh he joined playstation as the vp and head of mobile on july 2021 prior to that he spent seven years at apple where he was head of content for apple arcade his duties have apparently been taken up by Oliver Quartermarsh and Chris Davis, both of whom have updated LinkedIn profiles. I this I find this very weird because, uh, of course, we've talked about a lot in the last 12 months, 24 months, I feel. PlayStation's like hiring people like this person to come into this mobile division. They're talking about how mobile is going to be such a big thing for them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like Netflix is moving faster with their pushing to video games then mobile uh then playstation has been with their pushing to to mobile like what is what has happened in the last tw- two years I, I mean covid you could be like yeah covid affected it yep. sort of thing but like you don't even hear about uh, any whispers or like plans of mobile games like i, I don't know what the, their big mobile push is supposed to be what did this person do in their, their couple of years there i'm confused grifted got a paycheck <laughs> i don't know yeah. yeah it's like there's not a lot i'm sure there's like a bunch of stuff that happens behind the scenes that we uh don't see but uh it feels like they haven't really done anything or a lot of deals fell through or 
they weren't up to stuff, the, the, the titles that they were looking to acquire or whatever, or like developing. So it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Anyway, yeah, shout out to PlayStation and their ever growing commitment to mobile. Smashed it. It's true. Because they bought a they bought a mobile dev, right? Yep. That was one of the acquisitions. Yep. So what the fuck's going on. Uh all right, PlayStation is also teaming up for a Hadea Kojima documentary. So Push Square writes PlayStation Studios and Kojima Productions have announced a documentary named Hideo Kojima Connecting Worlds, which promises to take you, quote, on a journey into the creative mind of the most iconic video game creator in the world, end quote. The film appears to revolve around the establishment of Kojima's own independent studio and the creation of Death Stranding. In the trailer, there are interviews with some of the cast members from the aforementioned game, including Gilmero Del Toro. We also see a lots of luxurious slow-motion shots of Kojima himself, as well as behind-the-scenes footage from inside Kojima Productions. There's no release date attached to the film, but the trial notes it's coming soon. Uh, the full quote for us is, widely regarded as the first author of video games, the visually captivating documentary gives a rare insight into Hideo Kojima's creative process as he launches his own independent studio, featuring coro- uh, contributions from visionary artists such as Gilmo Tutorial, Nicholas Winding Refn, Grimes, George Miller, Norman Reedus, Woo Kid, Churches, and many more. This thoughtful film explores the powerful and potential of video games as an art form through the work of an influential talent revered by millions worldwide. Uh, you came for this? Yeah. Uh, obviously, we knew it was coming. It, I think it debuted at Sherebeka, didn't it? That was a that was a thing. I think um, it did. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they put the trailer I out. I don't. Yeah. I, they put the trailer out. I have not seen any reviews or anything about it which is an interesting yeah thing so maybe they didn't actually show it to this showed a segment or something uh but yeah obviously you know the more behind the scenes stuff we can get into gaming and the more people can actually learn about what it takes to make games the better so uh, and clearly kojima is an interesting dude so yeah very interesting dude and it's very star-studded cast <laughs> bunch of people he loves stars he collects them I think he likes them. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely keen to watch this. I, I'm hoping it comes out sometime soon. I don't know. Also, Kojima's having an interesting week because he's also like talking about how, didn't they really talk about it much, but he's like, yeah, that Death Stranding film's happening. I'm not directing it, but I'm super involved. And then also there was another interview where he's like, I want to go to space. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> so, a lot happening. All right, final news story for the week. PlayStation has uh, celebrating their year since the launch of PlayStation Plus. Um, extra deluxe, premium, depending on when and where you yep. live. Uh, so firstly, there's a big competition available to win a PS5 and a PSVR 2, which starts on June 20th. That's today as of recording and tomorrow. Uh, it's already out by the time you're listening to this. Uh, it's going to finish on June 30th. And surprisingly, this is available for Aussies. So you can head on over and enter that. I think you just have to fill out a fucking quick question or whatever lucky dip draw but you know be in it to win yep. it i guess so i'm um, entering that one i've already got a ps5 yeah but you need a psvr too that's a good point maybe i will 
Um, they're going to have another co competition for Sackboy races. So from June 4th, 24th until June 25th, a whole 24-hour day. Uh, players can win three months PlayStation Plus Premium or Deluxe memberships to enter. Simply hover over the Sackboy Game Hub and uh, look for the Sackboy Game Card, taking you to the challenge for that one. Um, US people will be able to stream PlayStation games on PlayStation... Sorry, PlayStation five games soon on playstation premium it was announced so cool for the people who do that um and then they announced eight new games coming to playstation plus catalog this week they are far cry 6 teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge rogue legacy 2 that's the standout one because it uh that's it hasn't been about it hasn't been out yet so that there, there it is inscription solstice tacoma deus ex mate Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and Killing Four Two. Plus, there will be a game trial available for WWE 2K23. Uh, yeah, you came for any of those games? Yep, it's just a shame it's coming out this week. Yep. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Because uh, also inscriptions on that list, and maybe this will be the finally thing pushed over the edge. Play inscription. Yeah. A lot of good stuff there. Bad time to come out. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but Final Fantasy from Thursday. Uh, and then the free new PlayStation Star campaigns will also let you add three exclusive digital collectibles based on the, the Mr. Malcolm spot that apparently um, debuted the trailers for this, which I don't remember, but cool. Um, and then there will be a free multiplayer weekend, which will run from June 24th to 25th. Um, and if you don't have PlayStation Plus, it doesn't matter. You can just play online during that time. PlayStation's like, hey, isn't playing online great? This will make you want to subscribe. Yeah, I think, I guess. So cool. All right, that will do it for this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. Thank you for joining us next week and for the I don't know, for the sea of future. future <laughs> we'll be talking about Final Fantasy, I guess. <laughs> I think yeah. that's how that's gonna roll out so for at least the next out, few yeah. yeah it's gonna how it's pan out for the next few weeks I think so uh, let's say any comments questions concerns you've had about things we've been talking about this week your thoughts on the Final Fantasy 16 demo if you're excited any of that on our discord explosionnetwork.com slash discord or tweet at us explosionnetwork.com slash twitter and if you like the show and you want to support it explosionnetwork.com slash support takes you to our Kofi page as little as a dollar helps out the show and the website and until next week remember Every trophy counts. Also, shout out, I got 33% of the trophies in Crash Rumble by only playing like an hour. So, you know, shout out. Goodbye.